ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio, right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network, where I, your host, Ted, along with my co-hosts, the new mouth of the South, Tyler Peters, the Brazilian giant Venetius, the temptress witch, Ivy, and the senior ref, ref, Amy Veronica, talk everything pro wrestling. It's the indies, the pros, everywhere you go. Let's jump right into Rewind Wrestling Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio here on the Rewind Wrestling Network. I am your host, Ted, and we have our usual cast of characters minus Nelio because he is busy as bleep. Um, so listen, we are, uh, we're here and we're doing the thing, but we're doing the thing with a special guest this week. He is formally rated in the top 10 in singles male competitors in PWI. He is a former ring of honor champion. He has been the junior heavyweight champion over in new Japan pro wrestling. He is a five time tag team champion in, in, in TNA. He is a three time tag team champion in ring of honor and in PWG, as well as having beaten Kenny Omega for the PWG heavyweight championship. That is Mr. Davey Richards here with us on rewind. Welcome, sir. Thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So listen, man, uh, first of all, I think, I think the fans would love to know, uh, you know, what kind of where you've been and what you've been doing, because it's been a while since mainstream wrestling fans have, uh, have gotten the chance to get their eyes on you and, uh, and see what's going on, man. So, so tell us what's going on. Uh, yeah, I left. Um, I, I, people say I retired. I never said I was retiring. Uh, but, uh, I got to a point to where, um, my um, attempt at that time to get into medical school uh, was strenuous, to say the least. <laughs> I had to, you know, choose one or the other, um, and I just become a dad. So I've been wrestling at that time for well over twenty years straight, uh, between you know amateur and professional. So I needed a break. I was kind of beat up. Uh, so and uh, it, it, everything just kind of fell into place. And you know, Impact was so nice, and they were great about letting me go and, and do my own thing for a while. And I did, and it worked out really well. And, um, and uh, yeah, and, and now it's worked out to where I can come back and, you know, not come back and just part-time it. Cause I don't, that's not fair to fans come back and put everything back into it. So here I am. That's awesome. That's absolutely awesome. And uh, for those of you that don't know our loyal listeners, uh, you guys know that we are heavily affiliated with coastal championship wrestling and uh, Davey's going to be working a bunch of events for CCW coming up. And so uh, we're looking forward to, uh, to seeing that happen. I know you're going to be in Florida next weekend, right? Yeah. Yeah. Both shows. So yeah. June 18th and June 19th. I would have done June 20th, but you know, it's father's day. So yeah, uh, yeah I got to do that. Um, <laughs> So, got to hang out with that guy. Perfect. Yeah. As you should. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> as you should. <laughs> uh, yeah, June 18th, 19th, as well as some shows in August. Um, yeah, I- I'm really, really looking forward to it. Um, especially, you know, um, well, I shouldn't say especially both shows. Cause, uh, but last time I was in Fort Lauderdale, when me and Elgin, Michael Elgin had that five-star match. So, I got a lot to live up to coming down to uh, South Florida. And, uh, and in Nashville is obviously Nashville, you know, it's a huge, very important historical city for wrestling. So the, the pressure is on, but I prefer it that way. Yeah, that's awesome. That's absolutely awesome. So um, to, to give our, our listeners, I kind of gave a little rundown of some of your credentials, but you have you know, a plethora of credentials in the, in the business here. Um, but uh, you were part of the, the tag team, the American Wolves. You were with Eddie Edwards for, uh, for a long time. You, you went through various promotions with him, mm-hmm. um, becoming tag team champion there. Um, and uh, you had match of the year in TNA in 2014 with Eddie Edwards against the Hardys and Team 3D. Um, huh. so I guess my opening question has to be for you. Um, what was it like to be put in the, the same kind of a spotlight as as a tag team like Edge and Christian, um, where you guys were with the Hardys and Team 3D uh, on pay per view, you know, it felt right. You know, it didn't it didn't feel we weren't nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, one because we worked with two, you know, Team 3D and the Hardys, with two exceptionally talented and very giving uh, teams because they were solidified on a level that most people teams don't reach and they never acted above us they 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 treated us and uh, as far as i know saw us as equals 
Um, and everyone just wanted to work to make the matches better. No one was out for themselves, you know, so mm-hmm. that was really good. And, uh, you know, we learned a lot in that. We got tested. I mean, you know, it was, uh, you know, especially like the Full Metal Mayhem, I think everyone went to that match hurt. <laughs> so um, it was a great experience. And it was, uh, you know, I wouldn't say passing at the torch, so to speak, but um, it just, yeah, you know, you have to give credit to Impact because that, you know, they didn't see like this is the, the Wolves challenge. It was three equal teams in their promotion. Mm-hmm. So uh, we felt like we belonged, you know, we, we had earned the right to be there and apparently they felt that way too. And um, they definitely pushed us. I mean, the, those teams are just phenomenal on every level and, and you know, proven. So it was, uh, it, it was, we saw it more as an opportunity and I think they did too, to, to make magic as opposed to a, a proving ground. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Really great stuff. And uh, I'm, I'm going to, kind of start shifting. So uh, for those of you that may be new listeners, uh, I do kind of pass the baton a lot when we have these interviews. So you'll hear me passing off to our various co-hosts and I'm going to go to uh, ref Amy first. Yay. All right. So I'll it's going to be ladies first and I can't pick (laughs) Ivy if it's ladies. Yeah, Nelly is not here, so it's like. <laughs> Ed wants to get cussed out on air. Like, I think that's I think that's his mission every week is to get me to cuss him out. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. All, right, All right, sorry, so, Amy, go ahead. No, you're good. You're good. Um, so I ask uh, the basic question that, how did you get your start in wrestling? Did, were you always a fan, or did you fall in love with it as a young age, or? Um. So, yes and no. So, I was raised with my grandparents. And um, uh, so, you know, families grow – or families together will watch college football, football, baseball, whatever. We didn't do any of that. We watched wrestling. But ironically, I never really saw WWF growing up. Um, but we did have NWA, mm-hmm. uh, at NWA Pacific Northwest. And we would get some of the bigger – you know, my grandparents had the old scrambler – so we would get like, you know, like Starcade and we would get like the big ones from like, you know, world class. So I saw like the Vaughn Eriks, I saw the Horsemen, saw Magnum and all those guys. But uh, a lot of, and, and very late at nights, I believe it was on Sundays, we would get Stampede because um, I'm from the Pacific Northwest. Um, so I got to see, you know, Roddy Piper, Billy Jack Haynes, and then I saw the Dynamite Kid. And that just, you know, enamored me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that was really, and then I fell and I, I tried to play other sports and baseball, football, horrible. Um, but, uh, and then I tried wrestling when I was 10 and it just, I loved it. I fell in love with it right away. Um, and then I was so, you know, into amateur wrestling and, and, you know, being the best I could at that, I didn't watch wrestling. So the whole attitude era, and then also what was going on in WCW, I had no clue. Like I remember kids would wear NWO shirts to, to, to school, and I thought it was a band, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I had no clue, you know. And um, so, and then um, I, uh, I, so I went to college on a wrestling scholarship. Um, and then the first year in, they cut the program. Washington State cut amateur wrestling. So I'm like, mm. oh, God, what am I going to do? So I went home, back to the farm. And I was like, man, what am I going to do? I was like, I want to work on a farm the rest of my life. And, and I was like, well, maybe, maybe I'll become a cop. I was like, I don't know. And then remember that, that show Tough Enough was on. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I remember it was just like, it was, it was like Taz, you know, they're just, just drilling these guys into the ground. And uh, I remember like the guys couldn't run like three miles. And I was like, I could do that. Like, why? And so I went on my old dial up, you know, computer and I typed in a, pro wrestling school first thing that popped up was uh, a school called wwa4 out in atlanta and i was like mm-hmm. oh, they're like well, my grandma's like when are you leaving i was like tomorrow i just threw everything sorry <laughs> <laughs> i had two cars at that time i had like a 95 mazda protege which would have been the perfect car to drive across the country easy mm-hmm. cheap on gas and an 89 trans am me being the <laughs> idiot that i am gotta sell a mazda take a trans am that lasted about a month before it blew up but yeah i lived in my car um yeah and just train and train and train and um you know and uh I, it, it it came it came pretty natural to me um because I'd been you know amateur wrestling so long and um and it, it really took off really quick I mean I, I got trained and then right away I feel like I was you know within a year um uh, maybe some change I was in PWG you know, I'm in the locker room with like Samoa Joe and AJ Styles and Chris Daniels. Mm-hmm. I'm like, 
oh my god you know and yeah. so uh yeah and then um and then during that time you know um Jim Kettner reached out about the Super 8 which then was a pretty big deal and uh I did a couple dark matches at WWE and then Gabe reached out for me of honor and it just you know and in Japan and then you know in Germany and all this stuff and it just it it kind of took off you know and and, and I, so I became a fan again by doing it I guess it's mm. a very long-winded answer to your question mm-hmm. awesome no that's that's amazing that's amazing and by the way I want to compliment the uh the t-shirt strike first strike hard <laughs> Cobra Kai you know I, I love it I oh, absolutely God. love it yeah, you know, uh, I, you know, as <laughs> silly as it sounds, but my wife can attest to this. Uh, you know, this show is a lot of what got me back to wrestling. You know, um, there's that scene where where he's watching Iron Eagle, you yeah. know, which is crazy because I've seen that movie. I wore out that VHS tape. That's <laughs> uh, and he says, you know, God can give us things that he doesn't want us to use. And, uh, it was really that moment, you know, and I, and I remember it was, it was, it was late and I, and I, and I texted my wife and I was like, yeah, I'm ready to go back. And she's been so supportive. And, but that show is kind of like, it's a show about, you know, redemption, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, and finding purpose in life. And, you know, I really thought when I left, I was like, well, if I become like a firefighter and, and I want to be a flight paramedic and I want to go to, you know, medical school and, as I accomplished those things, there was still something missing. I just kind of felt lost. And, um, you know, I, I discovered that, that whatever letters are behind my name or diplomas on the wall or any of that stuff, like in my heart, I'm always, I'm always going to be a wrestler, you know, and, and I want to be involved in it in one way or another. And, uh, so, uh, yeah, so this show, you know, it's gonna, you know, <laughs> either you can thank them or cuss them out because, you know, they, they brought me back so (laughs) well we're thanking them we're thanking them (laughs) big time all right i'm gonna take it to the uh to the new map of the south mr tyler peters turn it over to you uh yes sir it's great to have you on on the show i was gonna ask you since you were in ring of honor one of my favorite all-time managers was jim Cornette. yeah i mean how was he like i mean because i've always been fascinated i think we all have been because he's he's got such a personality he's somebody with passion did you learn a lot from being around Cornette? Yeah, you know, it, it, you know, I think looking back on it now, um, I didn't see how, at the time, I did not see how, how kind, how intelligent, and how giving Cornette was. Um, I think kind of in a way, me and Kevin Steen were kind of caught in the middle of like two ideological battles. One being like, delirious you know wanting to go like the way of like kevin steen which you know it's i'm not saying right or wrong i'm just saying you know different strokes for different folks and Cornette wanted to go more you know um my style and i think we were kind of caught in the middle of that and and you know it's it's like a it's like a picture you know when you're right up next to it you can only see one spot you have to back away mm-hmm. you know and that takes right. the whole picture and you know i see now that both both you know, uh, Delirious and, and Cornette were both just so passionate and, you know, you know, they weren't trying to, you know, prove their point at all costs, but Jim was a, you know, a really good guy and and just had a ton of passion, you know, and I, you know, he just, sometimes someone will pitch an idea because it worked and it may be to a newer generation seem outdated but, you know, it worked for a reason. So instead of, like, taking that for what it was, I saw his ideas at the time as um, being outdated to some extent. Whereas I would do that differently now. I would, you know, understand that, you know, you're taking what you know works and we can build upon that instead of just taking something at face value. So um, I'd love to work with him again. And, and um, he has so much to teach, you know. And for the fact that he can maintain that passion for, you know, decades is, says a lot about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you for that answer. I'm I'm just a big fan of yours and his, so I wondered how that was because, like we we mentioned before, Ring of Honor had such a class of stars. It, it was amazing. So. Yeah, absolutely did. Absolutely did. All right, Temptress Witch, you you get your turn now. You're allowed to I've been uh, to cut so in. Patiently. You've been good tonight. I'm proud of you. Uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> 
I hate you so much, Ted. I know. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so you talked a little bit, you know, in regards to how you got into wrestling. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that I'm curious um, about is during your time coming up in the wrestling business, who would you consider your mentors to have been? Did you have any, um, you know, pro wrestlers in particular who worked with you and gave you some guidance, kind of took you yeah. under their wing and kind of showed you the ropes? I was, I was extremely, extremely lucky that the people I came up with were like, or actually I shouldn't say come up with, I should say the people that were more established than me and really, you know, took me and always had time to teach me were like Samoa Joe and Brian Danielson and Nigel McGinnis, Loki. I mean, I, I think they all respected me because I knew I was very serious about it. I wanted to learn the craft and, and I had, you know, you know, legit credentials. So I got to learn from, I mean, of course I'm biased, but like the best teachers there were, you know, and, you know, I did what a lot of people didn't do is I already had a job in Japan. I was already doing tours, but I, I asked if I could go back through their dojo system for like young boys in pro wrestling. Okay. So I went back through that system and then, you know, I'm like, you know, kind of working my way up in ring of honor, you know, I'd done a couple main event tags and I was already doing tours and, you know, fast forward and I'm doing, you know, you know, 500 squats every day and cleaning toilets and, you know, bridging on my head until my, you know, my neck's killing me and sleeping on the floor, you know, and, uh, but you know, I wanted to earn it. You know, that was a really big deal for me. Um, because I think when people earn things, you can never really take them away. Whereas as opposed to something's given to you can be taken away. So those were, so anyway, so my mentors in Japan, I got to like mentor, like, you know, with Masawa and Kobashi you know, just, you know, Marifuji Kenta, you know, and those were just, I mean, how could you ask for anything better than between the guys in the States and the guys in Japan? It was just absolutely phenomenal. It was just incredible. Um, I, I had very good, uh, very good upbringing. So I have a follow-up question to that because you, uh, you say you went back to, you know, kind of back to the bottom rung to uh, yeah. when you went over to Japan. Um, one of the things that you know, we have the, obviously CCW has a training facility and the organization that um, that Angela and I have worked with in the past, ACPW, uh, they have a training facility. And, um, you know, one of the things that I've observed in the American training system is that they, they do a lot of um, bump training and how to how to be safe in the ring. But they the, the conditioning is mostly cardio. But I hear a lot about in, in Japan, the training is a lot. There's a lot of neck stability training. Um, and, and, and you get really beat up with, <laughs> with the, with the next ability training. Tell us a little bit with, about the, uh, the difference in what you saw between America, uh, American training and Japanese training. Well, in Japan, pro wrestling is presented as a sport, you know, so you would open up a newspaper, for example, and you'd see the baseball resorts right next to it, resorts, results. And then you would see the pro wrestling results right next to it. Mm -hmm. And that's why in Japan, you're kind of hard pressed to find a professional wrestler there that doesn't have some serious amateur credentials or even professional. You know, there's a lot of like Olympic wrestlers, mm -hmm. even the guys you think are really character driven, like Toru Yano of, of uh, New Japan, like I was an Olympian wrestler, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so they bring forth that style and they base their model of training from training from a guy named Carl Gotch, who's a really, you know, uh, influential catch wrestler. Mm -hmm. Um, so it is a lot about that. Um, and yeah, it's a lot of calisthenics um, because, you know, the, the, phys the physical moves of wrestling are really not that hard to learn. You know I mean? I think the moves of like, you know, boxing, they're not really that hard to learn. You know, even amateur wrestling, I would say like they're physically not hard to learn. It's, it's, it's the timing and it, it's, it's where to place things. And also it's, being in good enough shape to, you know, cause when people get tired, that's when people get hurt. That's when things mm -hmm. get floppy. Uh, and you know, things tend to fall apart, you know, mm -hmm. so that's a really big deal is not only making your body durable to withstand this for the long haul, because essentially we fall down for a living, mm -hmm. but also, you know, being able to protect your opponent and not get, you know, not get tired. So that was a really big deal, you know, and we're going to strengthen the areas, you know, that are, that are most prominent of that wrestlers being, you know, that's why my, neck looks like a freaking grain silo <laughs> <laughs> but i think i mean it's it's so important i mean we've all we've all watched a show where someone someone's gotten hurt and uh it was you know sometimes sometimes that's you know just pure accident sometimes it's a yeah. lack of protection from your partner um you know and and 
um, both as a martial artist and as a, a musical theater guy, I've done a, so much partner work in my time and you have to be a good partner. And that, that's like, and that's like a universal thing. <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely. Absolutely. It, you have to be ready. You know, you have to be ready. So I thought, I, I thought that would be a, that would be pretty interesting. The, um, the other thing I wanted to, to talk about is in, in 2012, you were rated number seven in, uh, in PWI. Tell us, tell us a little bit about what that meant. Nothing. Nothing. Wrestling. I've never been concerned with notoriety or, um, or, or fame. You know, if, if I had, you know, like I get asked to do these interviews and I'm more than happy to speak, you know, but, um, uh, wrestling is very personal to me. Um, you know, I think, you know, if I could, uh, it's, it's very sincere. It's, it's, you know, uh, it's kind of a long story, but you know, like I, uh, wrestling has been the one consistent thing in my life. Like my parents did their thing and my mom went to prison and my dad, whatever. And then, you know, like in through wrestling, you know, I connected with my grandparents and then, you know, after I won my first title in Canada, uh, driving home to show my grandfather and, and he passed away on the ride home and then when I was living in Japan my grandmother passed away so wrestling's kind of and I don't have any other family uh, I mean I do now I have a son and everything and, you know, but wrestling was my family it was the one familiar thing that I had in my life so for me it was more about um familiarity uh connection far more than fame or notoriety or any of those things you know it's it's um that stuff comes and it goes. You know, I mean, it really right. does. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's very flattering to be recognized for your accolades. You know, it, it very much is. But I, w- I was just always concerned with having the best match, you know, being, being the best wrestler. That was always the goal for me and still is. I just don't have any, you know, that's why, you know, I, I know you get WWE to make your money. You know, I mean, I, I understand that. But it was never, you know, really a goal of mine because I just, I don't, I don't need to see my name on a billboard. I don't, I don't need to do a WrestleMania. I don't care. As long as I know I'm putting out quality products and not only like giving great matches, but drawing great matches out of people and earning the respect of the people that I respect, then, then I'm completely content with that. And, and you know what? That's, that's probably because you're doing it for the right reasons and because you have such a personal connection to it. That's probably, you know, why you resulted in, you know, in, in, in getting the notoriety and the, the right. accolades that you've received. And, uh, and that's, that's amazing. And that's amazing. Yeah. And there's too many guys that are there to, to make a buck, you know? Um, and, and, you know, there's a lot of guys that I know that are, that are there just to make a buck. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it is what it is. It, it is. It's weird. It's weird when it becomes um, a job um, and, you know, and, especially when it becomes a job where that's how you support your family, because you know mm-hmm. you, you have to worry. It's be irresponsible not to worry about the money, you know? Right. Um, and that's a, and that's a, that's a fine line to walk. You know, I really, at least for me anyways, but um, you know, I, I was, I am very lucky to where, you know, the money is secondary and the fame. I, you know, I mean, I play a wolf, you know, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, it, you know, is, is that is, you know, is, so far down the line when you would be coronary. Um, but it's for me, the primarily the biggest thing is, yeah, just wrestling with absolute passion, you know, and doing what I believe in, you know, and there's, you know, fads come and go in wrestling and, and that's everything, you know, music, you know, movies, any kind of entertainment, you know, mm-hmm. but sticking to what I believe in and, and what I like about wrestling. And, you know, I'm, I'm happy with that. Excellent. That's really awesome. Uh, I'm going to come back to ref Amy here. Yeah. All right, so when you say the name Davy Richards, so many matches come to mind, like you versus Tyler Black, Seth Rollins, uh, you versus Omega, the tag team uh, match with the Dudleys and Hardys. Um, to you, and like all, those are all considered classics, but mm-hmm. to you, in your opinion, what is like the best match you've had where everything just felt right, the crowd, the chemistry, everything? I mean, when I'm in the ring, it always feels right. I feel like I'm home. Oh, well, thanks. You know, because it is like, the you know, familiar and familiar. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean that for the, that to come off, you know, arrogant. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I really like my match with Michael Elgin in Fort Lauderdale. We, we mm-hmm. had a star match from Wrestling Observer. But, you know, but I did break my telephone like five minutes in, so that sucked. Uh, yeah, the match with Tyler was really, really great. Um 
I don't remember much about the match with Omega because we wrestled so many times. We had a really good match ring of honor too in Toronto. I feel like every time I wrestled Kenny Omega, it was on accident because I, I wasn't supposed to wrestle him that night at PWG. And then we main evented in Toronto. Somebody got stopped at the border and we became the main event. Um, mm. my, my match with Kenta at a Supercard of Honor in Houston for Ring of Honor, that was a really good one. Um, every time me and Eddie tagged, it, it was just – and it was, it was just – it's like we've been ta- it's like we could think what each other was going to do you know and mm-hmm. complement each other really well you know eddie's so smooth and, and just you know flows so well and i'm more just like gonna kill you you know and yeah <laughs> just, uh, and you know and i'm high strung and he's super chill and uh you know i you know i would say probably you know full metal mayhem was definitely you know a big deal because we were everyone was so beat up in that match and we were all like i, I had a broken leg and then, uh, you know, and, but, and when me and Eddie won our, um, not our first, but our second tag titles at a Slammiversary, um, that was, uh, no, it wasn't Slammiversary, pardon me, it was not that, it was a uh, camera, the pay-per-view, but that was a cool, that was a cool moment, you know, like yeah. we arrived, you know, and so it's, it's hard to pin them, you know, down because you try to put yourself back in that moment, but there's, you know, if you, people go to wrestling shows, there's nothing like those moments, like when the lights are on you, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I would say those are the ones I remember the most. Hell yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Tyler, coming back to you, sir. Uh Davey, I, w- I was gonna ask you, are you watching any of the uh the modern wrestling now? Is there anybody that stands out to you that you want to have a match with as far as uh any of the promotions or maybe that dream scenario? I should uh word it like that. Is there anybody yeah. just catching your eye? Yeah, I mean I uh I do watch a little bit. I'm I'm always just kind of been into my own thing. So I watch a lot of like a lot of 80s stuff, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and early 90s. That's what I like, you know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm really excited about, you know, um, wrestling, like, you know, Alex Hammerstone. I'm really excited about wrestling him if that comes to pass. And, um, you know, really right now, it's kind of more about me reproving myself than wanting to like concentrate on someone else you know I, I I'm very lucky that I've been around this before and it's I find that for myself the most enjoyment in wrestling is when I just focus on myself and I just focus on what I bring to the table and how I can be the best and what I believe is right about wrestling and not get caught up in what everyone else is doing um that's just for me because I you know I I used to you know when fans would say you know not kind things or be derogatory towards my matches. I would take it personally and, mm-hmm. you know, see what other wrestlers were doing. You, there's that hint of jealousy. It's kind of ruined it for me, you know, to be honest. And that's not, and that's no one's fault but my own. And so now I just, uh, you know, I, I truly you have to leave something, you know, to realize how much you loved it. And I realize how much I love this and I just don't want to, you know, so I, so my answer, my short answer is no, because I'm still stuck watching, you know, 90s new japan juniors and you know <laughs> you know you know old old uwfi and you know stuff like that but uh you know the quality of wrestling as a whole now is i mean man we got some freaking athletes in wrestling holy crap so yeah it's uh it'll be exciting it'll be exciting to see you know because i mean i'm not a high flyer or anything like that i like technical stuff and you know so it'll be i i think i think it's wrestling there's an open door for someone like me because my style's a little bit different i'm not going to be a high flyer i'm not going to do you know the, the character driven stuff as much you know i'm more just a you know you know just down and, come out and take it on the mat yeah, yeah. i respect that yeah, yeah. yeah sure. i want my stuff to look very realistic you know so mm-hmm. you know that, that's kind of my style and i used to try to edit my style to kind of fit in. Whereas now I just have no interest in that. I just want to do my thing. And, you know, I think if I wrestle in the most sincere way possible, what I truly believe in and, and outwork everyone, I, I think, I think um, the reward for that is success and all that kind of stuff, not the other way around. So I'm not looking for the quick fix. Oh, that's, that's an excellent answer. It's an excellent answer. All right. Temptress switch coming to you. Temptress switch. I'm here. Um, Okay, so you touched a little bit about your very impressive career. Um, if you had to narrow it down, do you have a highlight that you would say that you've achieved so far? Yeah, I, I would say, you know, uh, 
uh, for a while it was worse than it is now, but a lot of people were self-proclaiming best wrestler in the world. Uh, and, uh, yeah, then, you know, when, when Brian got signed to WWE, he was like, Hey man, like you, you, you are the best wrestler in the world right now on, you know? So, you know, that was kind of handed to me by him. I feel like that, that was a passing, you know, so that was definitely a massive highlight in my career. Winning the ring of honor title was, was a really big deal to me. Um, that was a lot of closure for a lot of personal issues. Um, like regarding my family and stuff, like it, it was not for nothing anymore. It was a really big deal. And, um, you know, just being accepted by the TNA locker room, you know, like Kurt Angle and, and those guys. And, and it was, it was a really, really big deal to me. So um, those were like the highlights, but overall it was just, you know, I, <laughs> this is where the competitor in me comes out. Like, I always like that, you know, coming back to my match and be like, follow that, you know, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I want people to see my name on the card and be like, oh shit, we got to outdo him. So, but, uh, you know, there's got to be a little bit of, you know, you, you, you have to be a little arrogant to be a, you know, be an entertainer. Cause if, you know, like Bret Hart said the best, you know, if you, if you walk out at curtain thinking you're anything less than the best in the world, you're in the wrong business because, you know, people mm-hmm. are paying to see you. You know, I mean, I, I don't want to pay to see someone where it's like, well, I'm, I'm, I kind of suck, but, you know, like, can you imagine going to see a concert? Some guy's like, I don't really know what the fuck I'm doing, but I'll give it a shot. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. Perfect. Perfect. Oh, man. Well, uh, I, I got to ask, uh, you know, you were, you were in TNA at, at, quite possibly the hottest time for TNA. Um, and you were, you were, you know, working the top of the, you know, the top end of the card, you were working with the Hardys, you were working with the Dudleys. Um, you and Eddie had a, had an incredible feud, um, you know, toward, towards the end, right. Free. You, you took your break there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, t- tell us a little bit about what the, what the environment was like in TNA and, um, and, you know, and, and what the positives and negatives were there, because there's lots of stories that you hear Right. Um, in the internet wrestling community about what TNA really was, but you know, um, you were there when it was, when it was at its climax really um, before this most recent run. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. I, you know, I've said before, I, I, I mean, all I can speak on is how I was treated and uh, I was treated very well. Like I have nothing bad to say about them. You know, I didn't think if I'm searching for a negative. There was, I mean, and this, this is not doing anything wrong, but there was kind of, I guess a revolving door of like, writers and bookers um but all of them were very good to us you know and i i didn't see any political stuff any backstabbing i i really felt a collective effort there as you know we were part of a team and trying to make it the best product we could so um i truly i i enjoyed my time there i really did you know i i can look back and be like man this was great and um you know we we let we parted on very good terms and you know we'll see what happens down the road but uh i mean my time was very positive but I, I stay at it i i veer very far from anything political uh because i don't want to ruin it for me and you know i was you know in school full time so i would literally be the guy that would you know be studying before the match go do the match come back go back to the hotel study again you know like eddie and them would go out hang out and go out to the bars or get out to eat and stuff and i'm there just doing that so that probably you know shielded me from a lot of potential drama um but overall wonderful experience that's awesome and uh are you you still keep in touch with eddie and uh and and is there any any chance that we get to see a uh a wolves reunion now that you're back and uh (laughs) i I think that has to happen you know it's uh yeah i think that has to happen so yeah And, and, and in time it will you know um it definitely will he's doing great things over in impact and um, you know, I'm really excited about, you know, going to MLW and, but, you know, I mean, the stars usually align in wrestling and I, I think that'll happen for us. I, I sure hope so, because I would love to see, uh, the two of you, especially with the relationship between, between impact and AEW right now, I would love to see the two of you mix it up with some of this, this really yeah. hot tag wrestling that we've got going right now. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For it. So, yeah, I mean. When, when the time is right, absolutely. Because like that's that's like I don't usually buy pay per views anymore because I I would much rather save that fifty dollars to spend on my kids. You know that sixty dollars to spend on my kids. Um, you know, but but I'll tell you what, if I see the wolves, you know the wolves and uh, 
and the Young Bucks on a card, um, I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm spending my sixty bucks. <laughs> um, gotta do that. Oh man, I, I just I, I would love I would love to see you two get back together, and uh, that's just the fan in me, you know. The fan in me comes out, and uh, you know I'm a huge fan of tag team wrestling. And the guy the guy that I started this network with, uh, OG Will Will, Will Donardo, he uh, he actually kind of like reinvigorated my love for tag team wrestling when we started this show because I made him watch like ninety. I I made him watch the really bad Starcade years. It was like I was like because oh, it was like yeah. it was like it was like a rite of passage because he came up in the ruthless aggression era, right. and uh, and so he was like really familiar with with John Cena and Batista, but he had no idea about anything from like nineteen nineties WCW. So uh, me and me, yellow robes. That's right. That's right. Me and so me, and cousin, <laughs> me and cousin Mike were uh, were were sitting down with them and we said, listen, you're you're a wrestling fan but you're a wrestling fan you need to go earn your stripes go yeah. watch 1990 to 2000 starcade watch oh. every one of them and he did god oh bless his soul he earned it he earned it he earned it but uh but because of that um you know he would he would occasionally drop something on me and say listen you know like you know uh i, I know that tag wrestling is kind of like hit or miss for you but you should go check this out or you should go check that out and he's a huge impact fan um, because and, and in his own words, he'll say, you know, impact is where I still can get my hardcore fix, you know, that we don't get on, on WWE TV anymore. Yeah. And, uh, and so he would say, you know, go, go watch this, you know, use, use this person's membership on, on impact plus and go watch this match. And, uh, and, and a lot of that was the wolves. And, um, right. and so, the, you know, you guys really had a big impact on me kind of falling back in love with tag team wrestling. Cause you guys really did it. At a, at a real high level. And I, I really enjoyed watching you guys so much. All right. I, uh, I do want to take a, a quick break here so we can go to a quick note from our sponsors over at CCW. They aren't really our sponsors. Nelio just works here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, but I want to, I want to get the, uh, the add in for CCW and this is a, a pretty good job, a pretty good spot for us to stop. So we are going to take a break for just a moment. We'll hear about CCW's Alive Wrestling and the upcoming shows. And, uh, and when we come back, we will, uh, we'll keep talking to Davey Richards for, uh, for a few more moments before we have to wrap this thing up. So we will catch you on the flip side. For 17 years, the dominant force in professional wrestling in South Florida has been Coastal Championship Wrestling. Join us. Every Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern, for the best weekly episodic professional wrestling in America. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio. And we're still here with Davey Richards, and uh, we have been having a, a great time. And uh, thank you again for being with us tonight. We really, oh, we really appreciate you. Um, I want to I wanna ask about what your experience was. You had a, a real brief stint where you, uh, you were over at WWE Developmental. Yeah. Um, and you had said earlier, you know, that that's not really the, the end goal for you. It never has been, but, uh, but tell us a little bit about your experience there and, um, and, and you know, and, and tell us, uh, how you felt coming in, you know, going into it and coming out of it. Uh, it, it was a great experience. I mean, everyone there was, again, you know, I, I, I'm very lucky where I don't feel like that I've ever been, um, disrespected in wrestling, um, ever or treated unfairly. I really don't. Um, it was a great experience, but we definitely wanted to make a good impression because, you know, our wrestling quality always matters to us greatly, but you know, Eddie's very Boston hardcore, you know, he's his family born and raised and I, he wasn't interested in moving to Florida. Um, I'm from the Pacific Northwest and I will melt and die in that Florida heat. So that was not, um, that was not um, appealing to me. And, you know, and I, you know, I had just gotten my paramedic license and I, you know, was really need even school. I would have had to give all that up, you know, so it just, it just didn't work out, you know, really. It just, I mean, that's, and we knew it wasn't really going to work out, um, but it was a good experience. You know, no one was unkind or no one was unfair to us at all. You know, like the facilities, amazing. Mm -hmm. um, the NXT crowd's amazing, but it's just, I think everything worked out for both parties the way it was supposed to. Okay. That's, that's a, it's a very fair way to go about it. You know, not giving us any clickbait, but it's, 
<laughs> yeah, no, I, I wish I could have a, 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 a juicy detail or something, but it was like we came in, they, we spent a week there training. That was great. It's always a lot of fun. Hmm. Um, everyone there was kind to us. We got to work on promos with Dusty Rhodes, which was, you know, something that was incredible. And, you know, Gosh. And then oh, um, my gosh. wrestled and then we went home. It, it was, yeah. you know, like, and we, it didn't work out. And I think we were signed to Impact less than 48 hours later. So it was, right. it was, mm-hmm. it was. It was a a weak adventure and that was it. (laughs) Oh man. You sound like, uh, like Ivy's Instagram story. All right. So let's, uh, let's, let's go to ref Amy here. That broke me. Okay. Um, so we touched upon it before the break a little bit. Um, let's talk your MLW, uh, deal. Um, who reached out to who did they come to you when they heard that you were coming out? Okay. So how, yeah. So I was very, very uh, humbled and and fortunate that i am um, i got to um i i got to when i announced i was going to return that a, a, lo- a lot of places um reached out um mm-hmm. and and you know and mlw just really stood out to me you know how they, how they present their product like what their vision is and that's very in line with what i like about wrestling mm-hmm. uh, their schedule works out really well for me um, because I still am trying to juggle school and everything else. And, uh, so it was, it was really good. And the more I looked into to the company, I was like, man, this is really awesome. And there's some really great matchups there that I hope to have. And, um, and they've been nothing but giving and professional and they're, and they're super motivated. And, um, so I'm really, really, really excited about going there. And, and, uh, yeah, so I, it, it just, you know, a lot of them wrestling is when the stars align, you know, and the stars mm-hmm. just align there. So it was, I worked out great. And hopefully they're saying the same thing about me and saying like, Oh God, why we signed that guy? So, <laughs> so, uh, so can, are, are you able to talk about your details a little bit? Are you, how long are you with MLW for? Uh, yeah, I, um, I have signed a year contract. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I was happy to do so. I was very humbled. You know, they offered that. Um, so that's, that's what, that's what I can say. Okay, that's fair. That's I, fair. I, I anticipate being on all the shows. I sure hope so. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. I mean, so far everything's been great. They're awesome, and uh, you know, it's it's been a pretty. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask I'm gonna ask Court if he can get a uh, Johnny Lawrence to be my manager, but I haven't. I don't think he can afford him. <laughs> <laughs> you should totally do it for a big show. You should Sometimes, totally do it for a big show. Oh my show. god! Can you imagine how awesome that would be. Yeah. Right. Uh, I was, oh, I was, it would be, yeah. Yeah, I was telling my wife, yeah, I was like, man, if I could get it, because there's a lot of stables in MLW, you know, and I was like, mm-hmm. I could get one of those, like, Cobra Kai, like, the, instead of the way of the fist, the way of the wolf, and she just kind of rolled her eyes. I'm like, what? <laughs> well, listen, if you have the contra, if you have the contra unit, you know, running around right? and, yeah. and, and doing, like, the, the Tony Stark Mandarin <laughs> style yeah. promos, why See? can't you have the way of the wolf? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so... Nelly is texting us. Everybody okay? Yes, everybody's okay. <laughs> oh no, we're falling apart without him. <laughs> oh my God, there's no one to interrupt us every 12 seconds. It's crazy. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> the train is still on the tracks over here. That's right. That's right. All right, so uh, let's go to Tyler. Mr. Peters, what you got? Uh, yes, Davey, I was going to ask you kind of a random question. Is there ever been a favorite venue, like as far as a show or, or a building, an arena? That was just something curious I, I wanted to ask you. Uh, you know, has there ever been a favorite place at all for you to wrestle? Definitely the Manhattan Center. Okay. Uh, Manhattan Center is just, that is, you know, New York crowds are electric. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously, the, you know, the big ones in Japan, like wrestling at Budokan and like Sumo Hall and Tokyo Dome was like, holy crap, I'm here. Um, but, um, you know, the, you know, the ECW arena, every time I wrestled there, has been freaking awesome. Wrestling in Toronto was really, really fun. Um, those are the ones that really, really stick out to me. And, and I, li- I really like wrestling in the South. I really do. You know, like, like Nashville. You know, oh, yeah. Yeah, I really, really enjoy that. Um, but I, I, the first thing that would pop in my head would be, man, gotta be Los Angeles for PWG in their various venues and the Manhattan center. So if I, if it's, you were saying, just give me a venue, it'd be Manhattan center. Awesome. Very cool. No, that is a great answer. Thank you. 
Very cool. Ivy, what you got? Kitty cat. I see that. <laughs> um, so you talked a little bit, you know, about your time in multiple different federations. Do you have a favorite fed that you've worked for and why? I mean, I've been so fortunate in wrestling, you know, and, and I, I would, I don't have one that stands above the rest, but I have, I like them all for different reasons. Like PWG, I don't think I would have, I could have started anywhere in PWG um, other than PWG, pardon me, because they're, they're one, the talent base there is amazing. And two, they're very liberal on like, go and express yourself, you know, like that's a place you can go and, and experiment and see what works. And the fans are so passionate and they're, and they're so into it. They're to have a good time, but they're super into the show because sometimes you're, you have shows where fans are just there to entertain themselves and it sucks, you know? And then, uh, so, and then ring of honor was, I've always said, if I want to get someone into wrestling, I'll take them to a ring of honor show because there's so much passion, you know, those people in that locker room are so passionate and everyone wants to go out and be the best, you know? And, uh, so that was an absolutely incredible experience. And New Japan was just, I mean, it's New Japan. I mean, holy crap, man. It was like, you know, I, I watched that through all my training, you know, and, you know, that was just amazing for me. And then Impact was, you know, our first, like, thing where we're on consistent television. That was a new skill that I did not do too well. <laughs> I'm not a good TV wrestler, I'll be openly honest. Uh, and, uh, but I mean, it, that was great too, because we learned so many different things, because TV wrestling is very different than live wrestling, especially for me, because, you know, for me, a short match is 20 minutes, you know, <laughs> you know, we, like, we, we just in three minutes, it's like, oh shit. <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh, so it, it was all, I mean, but if I guess I had to pick like one favorite promotion that I had thus far, it would be Ring of Honor. Awesome. Especially during that time, because it was like the who's who of wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everyone that came up, that came up into TNA and came up, you know, into uh, the WWE developmental system in the last 15 years, they came up through Ring of Honor, you know, it's crazy. Our factory. You, uh, you mentioned how much you liked working uh, PWG. Uh, Let's, let's talk for a minute about the fact that, uh, that you have uh, a victory over the cleaner, over the belt collector. And uh, you, you, you won the PWG title from him. Am I correct? Yeah, I did. And I, I think that was not a, the original plan. I don't think, but something happened, but, uh, I've been, I, there, during that year, I had wrestled Kenny Omega just a ton. We wrestled in Japan. We wrestled in Winnipeg. We wrestled in Toronto. We wrestled for PWG and we wrestled for ring of honor, uh, in the States as well. I believe I'm, you know, that guy is so talented. And I, I used to, like, stay over at his house, you know? Mm-hmm. I remember, like, uh, I, I, we, me and him wrestling in Winnipeg, and it was so cold. And then uh, we went to his house afterwards, and he's like, hey, man, I got, like, I got, like, this Jean-Claude Van Damme movie collection. And I was like, oh, okay. And it's, like, 10 p.m., and I make it through, like, half the first movie, and I wake up at, like, you know, 5 in the morning or whatever, you know? He's still watching, like, you know, kickboxing. And I'm like, holy shit, this guy's legit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, great dude, man. Great dude. Fully deserves every accolade that he has now. Um, insanely talented and just a very genuine person. Very cool. Very, very cool. So uh, let's let's talk about what what your goals are. Uh, you know, as as you keep moving forward, obviously you're you're taking bookings right now. You're working MLW. You're under contract for the next year with them. Uh, what where does Davey Richards see himself? You know, a, a year from now or two years from now best wrestler in the world that's Boom. all yeah, yeah great Drop. answer perfect <laughs> oh yeah that's perfect all I, care about. I don't care about anything else um, there you go all right all right that's fair that's absolutely fair um i'm i'm guessing that that you're that you're pretty much you know exclusive in terms of tv under lock and key right now um you know is, is uh, sorry i'm sorry to interrupt you. I'm sorry. no go ahead please uh, so another thing I like about MLW is they're very um, liberal on letting their talent uh, wrestle other places because they have a vested interest in the wrestling business as a whole, which is speaks so highly of them. You know, it's so like egalitarian. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
so I, I would I would say now there is certain promotions in my contract I cannot wrestle for, uh, like, like the common sense ones, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, but TV is not an absolute no no. Um, so uh, so so never say never. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. That's uh, that's more than fair. I uh, I would love to to maybe see you pop up on a uh, on a Thursday night. <laughs> <laughs> you know see you uh ironically i'm free thursday nights perfect perfect see what happens that that would be that would be amazing all right i uh i, I do want to go to uh to the panel here one more time see if anyone has any uh any last minute burning questions before we uh before we let you go we want to respect your time as much as you've respected ours and uh and so and obviously we got to get our plugs in for CCW here, which takes an hour when Nelio's here. It takes us two minutes when uh, Amy's here and not Nelio. The, the Barry at Nelio's show right now. Jesus. That's <laughs> <laughs> what happens when he's not here to defend himself. Uh, so, so Tyler, I know you usually have a, a list of stuff here. Do you have any, any last minute burning questions here? Uh, I was just going to go back to a point that uh, Davey brought up about the, uh, the psychology between Japan and the United States, Ted, you brought this up as well. Mm-hmm. I'm just interested to get a little bit more of your perspective. Do you think that's lacking? Not necessarily in, you know, all promotions, but, you know, even independent promotions like you're talking about training, NXT, all that. Is that something you see that, because you wrestling to me needs to be more believable. And I think we all agree on that. And, mm-hmm. and that's something I just wanted to kind of get your take on. Yeah, I mean, and again, I'll preface this with everything I'm saying is my my opinion and my opinion only. Um, and that's the great thing about wrestling is it's completely subjective. Right. Um, you know, and, and I don't, and I, I, I'm trying to tread lightly here. Uh, hmm. I don't want to go and ruin anything for anyone, you know, because everything should be respected and, you know, and, the, the 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 great thing about wrestling is it's the same as music and there's different music genres um and you know and what matters is someone can go and work all day or have a bad day and flip on their version of wrestling or their kind of movies or their music and they find happiness in that and they find an escape and most importantly especially in wrestling they find community you know mm-hmm. because wrestling i think is the 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 best thing about wrestling is that we can find a place and you look out there and there, there's, there's the, the misfits there, there, there's the outcasts, you know, and I was definitely one of them. And, and there's the, the people that maybe get picked on and then, you know, and they're sitting side by side of me with the people who, you know, whatever. And we're all enjoying it together. That's our escape. So I don't want to take something from those people. So again, this is all my opinion, but in, in my opinion, there is credibility lacking and there, there is believability lacking. Um, I don't think athleticism is lacking because these guys are pretty freaking talented. Um, um, but I do think um, there is overall uh, some credibility issues and I don't think there's a lot of, uh, just enough like wrestling, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, again, that's my personal view and, and I fully want to, percent respect anyone's view that may differ from my own and and listen if if someone is going to find enjoyment finding relief finding closure finding anything from a different style then i support that to the nth degree and right away that makes it right so all styles and we, yeah we appreciate that mm-hmm. for sure for sure amy I'll end on a little fun one. Um, do you have any good road stories? I know, like you said, you were for a lot of your career, you were studying and going to school and stuff, but did anything ever like funny or a little too wild happen? Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, it, you know, I, I it, <laughs> going through the checklist of all the things you can't say on air. <laughs> my, my wife <laughs> me right now. She's like, yeah. So what did you do on the road? <laughs> uh, we're sorry we gave you the shovel, brother. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, it's a, uh, you know, I had a lot of fun. It was, you know, once, oh, I'll give you an Eddie story for us. Eddie likes to drink, you know, he, Eddie likes to drink. So, and uh, we were wrestling. I want to say we, because one of the loops we used to do in Ring of Honor was Buffalo on a Friday and in Toronto on a Saturday. And, uh, and so we're, we're wrestling and that morning, we're like, we wrestled in Buffalo the night before and then, Saturday morning, we're getting up to go 
across the border. Man, where's Eddie? Where the fuck is Eddie? Where is Eddie? You know, and like Eddie got so drunk, he took a cab to the airport, changed his ticket because he thought he was going home that day. And we had to find him in the airport. We're like, no, dude, we have to wrestle again tonight. And then he goes out there and does 60 minutes like it was nothing. Or 30, 45 minutes, because that's when we did the time limit draw with Brian and Tyler. Um, another funny story is, uh, so my best friend in the business was a guy named Tony Casina. Um, he never made it real big, um, but the best human being I've ever met in my life. And we would travel and, and do these shows. And one night we're just dead tired we're driving back from california and it was just it's like a 20-hour drive you know and tony would rent the worst cars for travel like us five guys you could get a van or suv tony get a convertible mustang <laughs> yeah so and uh so anyways this, it's just me and him this time we're just we're so tired man we're just trying to wake up and i had a diet pepsi and i'm like Okay, but Tony also had an empty diet Pepsi. He was spitting his chew in. So you know where this is going. Yeah. I'm so tired. I just ah! <laughs> the car swore with Tony's like, what the fuck? Was it a bear? What did we hit? I'm like, you motherfucker. Know, <laughs> <laughs> Packing on the side of the road. And <laughs> dude, he felt to this day he feels so bad about that. So, oh, that's perfect. Oh, brutal, brutal. <laughs> fantastic that's fantastic uh ivy well ted i wasn't gonna bring it up but you started this conversation off by mentioning the love of my life Mm. so tell me a little bit about your thoughts on jeff hardy and how it was to work with him while my cat knocks the ipad over (laughs) yeah great you know uh much uh much more uh he's not giving up credit for having just a great mind for the business. And that guy is truly fearless. Um, like he was just, Hey man, I got this idea today. And I'm thinking like, it's some new move or hole. And he's like, yeah, man, you know, people go through the tables, but I should flip it upside down and go through. And it's like, yeah. And I'm waiting for him to go. I'm just kidding. He's like, yes, let's do that. And it's like, wait, what? You really going to do that? <laughs> so <laughs> he is fearless. But I mean, can, can you imagine if you were to line up 20 wrestlers, I would say 19 and the one who didn't would be Jeff Hardy would cripple themselves doing what he does a fraction mm-hmm. of what he does, you know, and he walks away mm-hmm. from it. And, you know, we're all humans. We're, we have the same skill, the structure, all that. He is just that good at, you know, landing the right way every single time. I mean, that guy is so talented. So great guy. Great. And very, uh, I will say good family, man. Very good family, man. Always got his wife and kids. Got no respect for him inside the ring out. Amazing. I got my fix. There you go. <laughs> Look at you. Look at you. All right. So, so I want to wrap up. Uh, we're going to do plugs in just a second, but you know, you're, you're an official member on the MLW roster right now. I'm perusing the roster, kind of looking through all these names. Uh, I mean, obviously you guys are in the middle of the, the open draft right now and stuff like that. Um, but you, you mentioned uh, Alex Hammerstone earlier. Um, is there, is there one person on that MLW roster that, you're just itching to get in that ring with other than Hammerstone. Cause you already mentioned yeah, Tom Waller, you know, Tom Waller, definitely that, that'll be, cause that's me and him kind of have a similar style. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, Oh, just, that's going to be a snug, that's going to be a snug <laughs> fight, brother. <laughs> I'm down. I know he is He's very talented. He's extremely, I've actually wrestled him before. And I was just like, and you know, when people cross over, you're like, okay. And he got there. And I was like, you sure you've been doing this for a while. He's extremely talented um yeah and you know the guys the, the new draft signings along with me like i'm just you know I, i'm i'm i just want to get in the ring <laughs> I'm, just the ring. I'm just i'm excited so it's hard to, it's hard to not come across very giddy oh no listen and 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 i think that every fan that sees this and that hears you uh you know can see that and can hear it and, and can feel it and that makes us energized yeah. that you're back you know what i mean uh, and, and you know and you're coming back and and like we said earlier you're coming back and you're going to be at ccw um and you're working multiple dates for these guys and uh so you're going to be uh down in florida next weekend two shows right the uh the 18th and the 19th yep. and uh and you're challenging el jefe santos for the for the strat brother um that's a that's a talented man that's a very talented man i'm excited to see what you guys do yeah, I'm excited. I watched some of his stuff today, and I was like, "All right, I like this. I like this." So, yeah, I'm excited. I'm really excited for it. 
Um, we're, and, and, and I know that Nelio is, and Nelio is pissed, right? Because the reason that Nelio is not here, and I'm giving him all this crap for it all night, but he's really, he's being a good dude. He's doing what he's supposed to do, right? Like it's a, it's his lady's birthday. And oh, he, yeah, yeah, you don't mess and, with that. And, and you don't mess with that. And so yeah. he, he's like, you know, he's like, I'm tied up for the weekend, guys. I can't, you yeah. know, Thursday comes and I'm just, I'm booked. I'm sorry. I and, uh, understand. And, uh, but, but he's like, but damn it, I hate that I have to miss Davey's interview because I'm so excited to have him at CCW. So um, I, I know that Nelio is super excited to have you there. And folks, if, if you haven't already, please make sure you go get your tickets for CCW shows uh, coming up next weekend because they are not going to last much longer. You can get those at ccwrestlingfl.com. That's ccwrestlingfl.com. Make sure you go check those uh those spots out and those tickets out because last time I looked uh, they were starting to get down to pretty low, uh, low numbers of availability. So you want to make sure you grab those now while you can and, uh, and get your chance to see Davey Richards. You know, he's on his, his return. He's on his path back upward in the wrestling business. Um, and, and we're super excited to see you back. And uh, thank you again for, for joining us here tonight, brother. It's been a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you all. And thank you, Cap. all right my friends well with that being said i'm uh i am ted i'm your host here at rewind wrestling radio and on behalf of the whole cast and on behalf of our guest davy richards i want to say thank you all for listening thank you all for watching please remember to like comment share subscribe please remember to follow us across all social media platforms at rewind w-r-e-w-i-n-d p-o-d-c-a-s-t at rewind podcast and we will catch you guys next time